Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome, everybody. It is that day. That day that every player, from the time that the first Steeler walked on the St. Vincent campus to today... Every player enjoys this day because today is special. What is it, Max? Latrobe <laughs> 500. <laughs> Gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> yes. And we did not practice that, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was just natural. That's just that's just <laughs> two guys that have been here too long and have seen too many of the late trope 500. Yes. And we are going to engage in yet another today. I'm so excited about it. And as the great Chuck Noll once said, not said uh, once, but many times up here, gentlemen, today I know, you know, this is the last day of training camp. Yes. And remember, also – there's a lot of troopers out there between Pierre and Pittsburgh that know it's the last day of, of training camp. camp. Exactly. Drive accordingly. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they're, they're out and about, and trust me. Hey, hey, did you ever, do you ever win your Latrobe 500? No, I, you did it? no, no, no. We were, we were kind of like car cruisers, me and Tunch. You know, yeah. we kind of like. I, I, never, I never knew if you, if you got a little competitive. No, no. It. It, maybe early, <clears throat> maybe in the early part of the 80s, we, there, no, we always rode together, though. Yeah. You know, because we, we lived near each other in the South Hills. and So we would ride up to camp together and then ride back and so ah, forth. Okay. So, although I remember one time we were, <laughs> we were driving, and Kenny Dalefour, who was a uh, free agent, great guy, tough guy, played for Pittsburgh and Detroit. He had a number of years in the league. But Kenny was, uh, was, was messing around. Tunch was, had his Bronco, all right, okay. Ford Bronco. And, and Kenny was like, getting a little close and, and came up and tapped him. You know, this, oh, this car. Yeah, yeah. So Tunch just kind of moved up a couple of times and all of a sudden put it in reverse and came back. And he, ex- he accidentally knocked the headlight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, Tunch. It, it was just <laughs> You know, you're feeling your oats, you know, a little tap. Then yeah. you come back, you're going to tap back, and oops. Sorry. Tap turns to crack. Yeah. <laughs> when, 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 when driving jokes go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. That was exactly it. Oh, oh, my God. We had so many of those things. But the rejoicing that always came over was like, you know how it is, Max. I mean, it's like, yes, I'm free. I can leave here. There's something. It's, it's wonderful to be here because if you're not here, you ain't going to be there in the yeah, south, south side, right? you got to be here first. Yeah, you got to be here first. And there was wonderful history and, and team building and everything about it. But when you come to the end, it's, and I don't think it's as much now. And in my day, again, when you were up here a minimum of six weeks and sometimes seven weeks, um, and Andy Russell was up here. I remember he, he told me he was up here nine weeks one time. Oh, you know, you that there was great rejoicing <clears throat> going home. No, well, I mean, like when you look at 
this time. You spend a lot of time with your teammates yes. in, in this time. Yes. So you know each other. <clears throat> you know what you know what the little annoying yes. things are <laughs> to, 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 to tick guys off. And, yep. you, and you have those guys that just love doing those things. Yes. And so after a while, you're just like, I want to get in my own bed. I don't want to stare at another man in my room. Yep. Or – I just don't. I just don't want to be around anybody. That's, that's I'm antisocial now. I'm antisocial. I've been so social that I've turned antisocial. <laughs> one time, one time, have I told you the Lambert Snake story? In no. Front of, okay, no. we're in front of uh, Bonaventure on the on the grass over there, right? Yeah. Tom Beasley is a, was a defensive lineman. He's uh, out. He's a country boy. He's got a buddy who's a snake wrangler. He comes up. He's got a box, and out of this box, as we're standing around after dinner, before the evening meetings, we're watching, and this guy's got the snake pole, and a rattler comes out, and he's got it. He's, you know, messing around, scooping it up, but you got this rattler, and we're all standing back, ooh, and ah, and everything else, but that's what he did. He was a snake wrangler. So anyhow, uh, towards the end, no, no, (laughs) oh, my goodness. Well, Beasley, Bees was a prankster, okay? Okay. So he got his buddy, and they worked this deal out. Lambert saw it. Lambert was deathly afraid of snakes. Okay. okay. As I am deathly afraid of snakes. Okay. So I, am I. I mean, okay. Me three. You know. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah, you dealt with them. I dealt with them on. That's right. <laughs> during, during our show. <laughs> yes, during the show. So anyhow, what they do is the snake wrangler takes the snake out of that box that Jack saw and puts it in another box. Beasley takes the box, and when Jack goes out that night after evening meetings, he puts it in Jack's room with the lid open, laying over, right? Oh, my so God. at about, uh, you know. Uh, a wee hour. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would say probably 10.30-ish, yeah. quarter to 11, because, you know, bed check was oh, that's 11. Right. Curfew was 11. So, anyhow, uh, Lambert comes in, and then all of a sudden you hear this yelling, Beasley, I'm calling the police. Attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> and and the guy making bed check that night was Chuck Knoll himself. Oh, now my Tunch God. and I are like two mice, you know, and, 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 and looking around the corner for some cheese, right? Yeah, we're we're looking around the corner and and here there's Lambert and he's yelling at Beasley and Beasley is you know going Jack, what's the problem? There's nothing in there, <laughs> you know. And he goes, I saw the box. The box is in there. And Chuck is asking him. You know, did you see the snake? And, and Lambert's getting madder. He's going, I saw it this afternoon. It was in that box. And, you know, <laughs> going on. Well, all calms down. Chuck goes in. He checks the room out, actually. And, yeah. not, and so everything calms down. And everybody's like, well, what we didn't know was that Webby had this six-foot rubber snake. And he curled it up and put it in between the pillows. So when Jack got into bed that night, and all oh, of a sudden there was this shriek. My God. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. Jack was a little incensed that night. Let's just say I don't care if I would have won or lost. I'm fighting somebody at that point. We are, we, yeah. we, we are going down. Like, I'm going to tackle you. I'm not going to fight fair. I might use a chair. I don't know. <laughs> you know it was hilarious. Oh, you know? my gosh. Oh, that man. Was, that was one of the greatest pranks My heart was seen. pounding listening to that story. That's just. <laughs> Think about it. You got this. What? I forgot about it. Webby would come in, like, in between double sessions. He'd yeah. be laying on your bed, you know, kind of dozing just a little bit maybe, and he'd throw that snake on you and stick. you come up yeah. swinging, oh, you know, off God. the bed. Yes. Oh, man. But what a great ruse to put it in between the pillows. So welcome, everybody. Here we are, Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, accompanied by uh, 
my our, our, our main ninja here, CJ. That's He's right. here, and we are putting the pieces together on, on a show that is uh, going to lead us on out of here, my friend, because we are talking about the Latrobe 500. Do you have any good Latrobe 500 stories that you remember, Max? Oh, yeah. I have a couple of memorable okay. ones. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The first one was we drove our uh, our classic muscle cars. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, I remember so, that so, year. So that year we decided to have a classic muscle that car race. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the only problem was Ben had the only uh, 542 engine, so. Ooh, <laughs> that's a lot of, yeah. lot of horsepower. So so Ben blew us blew us off the line. Okay. And Where'd you was, race, by the way, if you can disclose it? Uh, a, 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 we raced it right out of here at camp. Okay. So okay. we all lined up okay. on 30 and. Boom! Took off to see if to see who could get who you know who could, who could who's going to get home first. Get to the tur- well, get to the turnpike first. Okay, all right. Yeah, so it was a, it was a turnpike race, um, and then cannonball run. Yeah, cannonball run. Then we did the Italian job, um, oh. one one year. Okay, where we where we all where the linemen all drove up uh, Mini Coopers. Mini Coopers. And you guys were all in different Mini Coopers. Yes, we went straight wow. Italian job. It, it was it was great, and. Uh, and so Action News actually covered it. <laughs> they got in the helicopter and they followed us with the mini with the mini Cooper Club of Pittsburgh. Oh really? So we had all these mini Coopers. Oh my goodness. Um, all right, all right. And then uh I'm trying to think of the last Oh, then the, of course we had one year where I was like, Oh, you know what? I, t- I tuned up my Hummer because I had I, I drove a H two. Oh. And that's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. What it, kind of mileage you get with that gas mileage? Terrible. I thought so. <laughs> Eight miles, maybe. <laughs> Eight miles per gallon. Yeah. But, so I got it tuned up. I had, I had a little couple of alterations done. Okay. And I thought that uh, I was going to compete. And then Charlie pulls up in a Porsche. Charlie Batch? Yeah. Pulls Charlie up Batch Porsche. pulls up. Okay. Ben pulls up, and I don't even know what it is still to this day. It, it looked like. Like a spiker or something. Some, some, it looked like a. It looked. It looked like an airplane cockpit. Really, I mean, honestly, the the car was a convertible. I can't remember the name of it. Wow. Uh, and then pretty much I automatically just did not rev my engine after that. <laughs> so those two cars, I'm like, okay, yeah. there's not, no point here. There's nothing no point. I can do. There's, but. If my we go off road, both of those cars. if we go off road, I'm I'm kicking your butts. Exactly. Let there be a little bit of inclement weather. <laughs> Guess who makes it out? <laughs> exactly. So the snowplow truck. <laughs> no but, doubt uh, about it. But yeah, but no, but we did have some memorable ones because, you know, the goal was either you got to the it was turnpike run first, okay, or tunnel run. Whoever made it to the tunnel first. Okay. So, in my day, it was non-competitive as far as. Who got where? It was about getting home. That's all, you know. And everybody yeah. was just busting at the seams just to get out of there because, again, we're talking about six, seven weeks. You yeah, know, that, I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, that's that's just a long time to to be up here. So, regardless, um, we are putting the wraps on. I think it's the fifty sixth or something like that training camp. It's it's like up there. Yeah, I it, think it's, it's just under sixty. Can't quite remember yeah, exactly I mean, what's since, since it's since what sixty six. So yeah. We start doing some well, math. I'm not going to do the math. That's, okay. That's way above my pay grade. Yeah. I want to say 56. It sounds pretty good. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll work with that. that. But on other good news, 
you know, last night we had a little uh, soiree at Sharky's. We did. I conquered the fat guy delight. Yes, yes you did. Yes, I crushed it. Actually, I, I think I did pretty well. Yeah, yeah I easily. think I really kind of mowed that thing down. But I will tell you this. If you are within driving distance of Sharky's, that's the sandwich you want to get. Man, is that something good. It was delicious. and It really was. I, I was so happy to see you conquer that wolf and know that inside the locker room, is undefeated against the Fat Guy Delight. You know, can't say that for any other show. Right, right, right. Because I saw pers- it's almost. I almost got tearful. You know, I mean, it, it, was, just, it, it, was, it was an wonderful. accomplishment. You know, yeah. I mean, Pursuta took half of his home. Wes- Wesley Euler took yeah. took half of his home. Exactly. You know, Matt Williamson just completely declined. Uh, declined yesterday. He declined to have one. Yeah, he declined oh, to have one. Oh, oh, oh Matt. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Matt. What kind of what kind of manhood is that? Yeah. So stand up and have that fat guy. So delight. we 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 defended the honor of all radio guys out there. We did. We came. We saw. We kicked its butt. We conquered it. We conquered it. There's so. no question about it. So that was big news. I enjoyed that myself. There's no question about it. And uh, I certainly, um, I certainly think that. Uh, uh, if you if you got an opportunity, go get go get that sandwich, man. It's just, it is just ask for the fat guy delight. Okay, in other news, apparently the Buffalo Bills are kind of frisky up there at yes. training camp. It seems to be a that. lot of uh, fights breaking out, high intensity on um, yeah. the Buff Bills. Maybe they should be re- renamed the Bad News Bisons. I don't know. Bad what do you think? News Bisons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, saying. I love it. I love it. Just saying. The Buff Bills coming into Acrisure this yeah. this Saturday. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing. A nothing. Wrong angst with coming in. Yeah. You know. Listen. A little gnaw in their craw. Exactly. So they've been having some super intense practices. They had some uh, multiple disagreements and altercations and kerfluffles going on. Um, I. The one that really was kind of funny was Josh Allen, the quarterback, the great quarterback for the Bills, was having a press conference. It's all these reporters around. And then uh, Stephon Diggs and somebody uh, started getting into it <laughs> to the point where Josh Allen was going, hey, quiet down. <laughs> you know, and you can hear voices, I guess, in the background. They're going, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to be laughing about that. Oh, my gosh. You just, hey, calm it down over there. So, Oh, yes, sorry about that. We didn't know anybody could hear us. <laughs> we're, just, we're just fighting. Not, yeah, no it, problem. Don't worry. We'll clean this fight up in a second. <laughs> but we got to finish it, okay? we still got to finish it. Can you pause for like 25 seconds? <laughs> exactly so. Hey, microphone's off, please. <laughs> so the Buff Bills, you know, they're, they're getting some skirmishes and everything. It's, it'll be interesting. We get, might get a, you know, a little intensity coming up here in a preseason game. Because this is the second one, but this is really almost like the third one, I guess. It is, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I Because they still got like 17 days after the I, third game. Yeah, I know. It's just so much space in between. You would think they would push camp back yeah. to determine that. But then now that takes you into August. And listen, the NFL has to have something to talk about every month. Well, there's, that's true. No so, doubt about it. So if they move it back, technically you don't start camp till August. Well, part of the problem, too, is you – I don't know, would you have this facility available here at St. Vincent? All right. Well, yeah, because kids are on campus, right? Yeah, uh, that becomes problematic. Yeah, school, move in. You can't move in because we're all occupying the dorm rooms. Yeah, you can't do that. So, yeah, that 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 is a great question. 
Yeah, I you don't you don't know because I mean and that's you can't a lot play of Labor time. Day. Yeah, you yeah. can't play Labor Day no. because that that's that's college that's college weekend that's protected weekend. And right. Then, NFL always starts after Labor Day. That's true for timing. And then you can't wear you can't wear what? white white, white after, after Labor, Labor Day. Day. Yeah. So this shirt ha- this shirt has to go wool. Yeah. Yeah. But you, but you still you still got, I still got, still got like two Day. weeks. Yeah. Okay. Like two weeks. That'll yeah. work. All right. Now <laughs> we, we've solved that. <laughs> Um, this this Saturday, I'm I'm thinking, you know, what an important game this is, though. I yes. mean, because I want to see one of the first things out of the box is I'm hoping to see a reenactment of that first drive in a sense of, you know, not not necessarily punching it in. That's great, love to see that, but the efficiency and the composure of Kenny and running that offense, just taking it down the field. I'd like to see if you know him get a good half maybe coming up here. Yeah, definitely. Well, you want to see the operation of the two-minute drill, right? True. If We've we seen get it out here. Yep. You want to see it in-game so you can go through the operation. If you're talking about Mike Tomlin wanting to have as much prep and procedure as Correct. possible. So I can see why you want to get them in a half. Great first drive. <laughs> but now let's see how the sustainability works, mm-hmm. right? Let's see how they – progress with multiple drives, sudden change potentially on the field or something bad happens. How do you respond? Like all of those things you want to get ironed out before you get to the first regular season game. No doubt about it. And I think one of the areas that the the Steelers have really started to pick up, you watch the the tremendous amount of good work they've done in seven shots up here and see if that translates over to the game. They said that carryover. You know, yeah. because they're so it's so important. Last year, the Steelers were in the upper part of the NFL in in drives that resulted in points, but that they were mainly field goals. Yeah. Drives to result in touchdowns, they were way down. I think they were near the bottom, maybe yeah. the bottom three, four yeah. teams. So the goal has been to be able to put seven points up. It's not about getting into the red zone and settling for three, but certainly that's what you'd like to see is the ability to keep driving and get yourself into the low red zone. Yeah, no, I, I think Chris Boswell would, would appreciate that. <laughs> I think he'd rather kick extra points than kick field goals. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Although although that extra point is a little bit of a field goal challenge. It is, but w- when you know that your team's got six, yeah. your one doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the pressure's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, it's different if we've already scored 35 and, you know, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a drive to win the game. You're, that field goal is a lot of pressure. But, you know, before that, you don't want it to be, okay, this is like, you know, three to zip. And <laughs> and you're like, can we even just get closer? I mean, I don't want to think I have to start warming up as soon as I get to the opposite 40 because <laughs> I got to kick it from oh, the 50. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, there was a nice lady that I met yesterday down, okay. down on the field who said, would you please tell Max okay. that – it is St. Vincent College, not St. Vincent's. And I defended you. Thank I said, you. I. you have to understand, I had. To, I told him, you got to yinzer that up a little bit. We yinzered it. Yeah. That's why we call it St. Vincent's, because that's how yinzers would say it. Yes. And what did she say to that? Oh, she got a good laugh out of okay. it. She thought, okay, that's good. That's yeah, copacetic. And, yeah, because I, sa- I said You it said it. You it's did. It's literally in big trimmed bushes right in front of me yes on the hill that says yes. saint vincent right but you got when when in rome when in rome or when in pittsburgh yeah when in pittsburgh do as the yinzers do as a yinzer would do so it's saint vincent's 
to we them. We need an apostrophe and an S at the end. There. Exactly. I feel. I feel like we could tell the, the groundskeeper guy to do that. <laughs> could you imagine? That would be a great prank. Yeah. Come out here and put an apostrophe and an S. Yeah. Up there on that. <laughs> on the hill. That would be beautiful. All right. That's a wrap. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll have more right here in the locker room. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back inside the locker room here. And Le Trobe 500 Day it is. It is upon us. <laughs> yeah. And we are ecstatic because we will be joining in in a less sped-up fashion, but we will be heading home. Well, I take that back. You'll be heading home. I'll be heading to a hotel. Yeah, true. So, But then you'll be heading home. Then I'll be heading home after the game. After the game. Because it's a little little tough to get 2,000 miles. Uh, it's more Even, than, that's more than 500 laps. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be so, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, but we, we're, we're having a good time up here today. The sun is bright. We got one last open practice for the public. We do. One last for your viewing pleasure. It was interesting that they moved it from 1030 back to the 155 as they've been all, you know, I was kind of wondering what, what was the intention of the 10, uh, the 1030? You know, was it yeah. one, of Mike, one of Mike's things about, you know, let's see how they bounce off of that. Because you can only practice two days in a row with pads. So we got the two days in a row here, right? Yeah, so it's a, sh- so, it's a shell day. Yeah, it's a shell day. Or helmet day. I yeah, guess they I don't mean, use shells anymore. So, um, well, it depends. Don't win the like. Never mind. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> We're not going to say. Don't do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Regardless, okay. Yeah, no. But, uh, but, yeah, but it'll be one last go around. Come on out. Get some autographs. I'm sure the guys will be uh, itching to do some autographs and stuff like that. Last day. Last day. Knowing that, hey, we made it through, and if you show up, we might as well show out for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no question about it. Yeah. And, I mean, and here's the thing. I think it's good that they're not having another pad day because the last two days have gotten very testy. They've gotten and a little ve- chippy. And very physical. But, you know, this is to be expected. It should. You know what I mean? You've been up here now two and a half weeks you know, just under three weeks, you've been in the same dorms, the same guys, hitting the same people day after day after day. Now, what made it more intense in our day, Max, was yeah. the addition of double sessions. So you're doing it twice a day, which makes you twice as, uh, you know. Frisky. Like, yeah, twice as likely <laughs> to be more confrontational. Yeah, and uh, a lot more contact opportunities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so, you know, <coughs> you, you get honked off is what you do. I mean, you, you just irritate each other. You know, I love Edmund Nelson. He's a great friend. We got in a whale of a fight down in a corner over there just yeah. because it was just, you know, you're banging on each other every day, twice a day, you know, and you just like after a while you had enough and you just start slugging. You know, yeah. that is what happened. I mean, we, we had out to, to this day, we laugh about what a waste of energy that yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, you ha- and you had to pick. You had to pick those fights at the right time, because you can't do it in a morning session. That's what happened. I know. That's you what know, I'm it saying. Was, it was like a you can't waste do of that. I, yeah, I you know. can't do that. You, you got to wait course. till the afternoon last period. Yeah. But then again, we 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 had running afterwards, just like you guys did yeah. after practice. Yeah. So it's like, you know. And, yeah, we wouldn't have dared had that. Well, you never know. Sometimes just that that 
that yeah. flint of, of that spark of uh, whatever just happens, and you just it's a go. You know? So here's the funny thing. So we were I was in uh, Cardinals training camp. Um, this was like my last my last actually my last training camp ever. Uh, I was in Cardinals camp. Okay. And I want to say is that why you ended up in Phoenix? No, I was there, and I ended up in. I lived there already, and okay. I'll, okay, so how I ended up on the Cardinals? Here, here, here's the funny story about okay. it, real fast. Um, I went to dinner. It was my, it was me, Ryan Clark, um, and a couple of other guys, and we were we were sitting at dinner at a City Hall Steakhouse right there in downtown Old Town. Um, That's in Phoenix. Yes, in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, right in Scottsdale, and. Uh, me and RC spot BA Bruce Arians right Harold Goodwin Goody right uh, Spence is over there Coach okay. Spence uh, special teams coach and they're having dinner at City Hall and and so we end up walking Which is not City Hall it's a steakhouse right City Hall Steakhouse okay. I apologize right. yeah City Hall Steakhouse you know people like me get confused I well no no you're, you're right and there's people that have not been to Phoenix before so I have to have to say that and there's people like me who've been there before but still get confused. Yeah, that, that you know what? I appreciate that. You're right. You bet. So, so we go and we I, and I go and say what's up to Goody and BA and RC comes over. We had, you know, we start just talking and laughing and everything. And Goody looks at me and he's like, "Huh, Max, you look in shape." I was like, well, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "I still work out. I'm like, I'm not gonna not work out." And so they're like, "Huh, uh, okay." And then BA's like. What are you doing tomorrow at 3 o'clock? <laughs> have you not played this scenario out before? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, you know, because I, cause I, cause I, cause I, I, Tiffany was pregnant at the time. So I was like, well, you, with, our, with our youngest child. So I'm like, uh, nothing. I mean, I, you know, I got the, got the toddler because Waverly was just, right. was just a little over like uh, 18 months. And they're like, well – you should come out and try out for us. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Come on out. Come on out at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Out, where, I said, where? At like, the stadium. The stadium. Okay. Is that the Tempe Stadium? Yeah, no, it's the Cardinal Stadium. Yeah, State oh, Farm Stadium. Okay. All right. That's right. It had been built by. Yeah. It was, it was University of Phoenix and then came State yeah. Farm. And, okay, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me call my wife and let her know that I'm going to try out for the team. Mind you, decided you, right then. Yeah, I was. I was like, all right. I mean, because I I had just left, and I you know I spent the rest of the season after I left St. Louis. Uh, you know, I was, I was at home. You know, yeah. I had I had you know I had the baby, and so but I was still working out because I was like, you know, I just wanted to stay in shape because that was right, my routine, right? right? And right. I was trying to figure out what to do with my next step. And so I go out, <laughs> I go out there at three o'clock. Uh, Coach Zerline, Larry Zerline's out there. And they got this bag set up. It's Pittsburgh Southwest. I know it was. It was like li- literally the whole Pittsburgh staff came over there, um, and so I get I get over there, I you know and they gave me clothes to change into a change in and I go out on the field and they have like you see that red like red dummy but you remember the one yep. that was like the blocking sled style yeah so they're like all right <sighs> go ahead warm up Max go ahead warm up so I you know I do some stretching and all that kind of stuff and he's like all right as I like, get in your three point stance I was like okay. All right, kick out of it. Okay. Get your two-point stance. Kick out of it. Okay, here. Go hit that sled. Show, show me your footwork on a deuce. Okay. 
All right, show me your footwork on inside zone to the front side. Boom, got it. All right, now show, show me your footwork on the backside cutoff of inside zone. Got it. He's like, all right, you look good. We're going to sign you. Like, what? It's like, mind you, now, mind you, <laughs> mind you, I I had gone to Seattle for a workout before right. in previous years, and Tom Cable had the most ridiculous, like, setup for guys to come and work out because it was like me and two other offensive linemen, and we were doing stupid stuff like hopping on one leg, catching a tennis ball, and then oh my sprinting in like yeah, four corner. Yeah, dri- yeah. I was like, what the? And then then they were like. Hey, we're gonna. We want everybody to run their forties. I was like, "What? Run a 40? I was like, "I'm ten years in the league. I'm not running a 40. <laughs> what do you hope to gain from this? <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> went to Minnesota. Tough workout. Went to Detroit. They had they 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 had a pretty good workout. Um, Kansas City. Like I'd been to a number of places for workouts before. That was the most. <laughs> <laughs> like ridiculous work, but because they knew me, right? Yeah. Because I, I won the Super Bowl with those guys, so it was funny. And then, boom! I'm, I'm and then I'm in camp, and so we get to camp, and it was like Darnell Dockett and an offensive line. I can't remember his name. I don't know if it was Dockett for, was pretty good. Yeah, I, I want to say it was him and maybe Earl Watford. They get into a fight in one on ones. B.A. stops the practice. Oh, yeah. B.A. cussed them out. But then here's what he did. If they got into a fight, guess what they had to do? What? They had to jog around the field holding hands. Oh, no. Could you oh, imagine that? No. Can you imagine you and Edmund Nelson after you get in your no. fight having to jog around the field holding well, hands? We did We did go arm in arm over the steps, the last steps there. We were so exhausted yeah. by the time we got up there. That, but that, really, yeah. but <laughs> that was like we're helping each other up the stairs going, I'm never yeah. doing this again. Yeah, exactly. That was, that, that, that was out of pure desperation oh, and friendship. Full pads, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. But, no, they had to run around the field during practice holding hands. Oh, my goodness. And I was like. Well, guess I'm never getting in a fight. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, so yeah. So there's crazy fight scenarios and ways to solve it, to say the least. But that was probably one of the funniest ones. I would uh, say so. That's... That I experienced. I was like, absolutely not. No, there's no way. And Dar- and Docket fought it. Docket fought because at one point. <laughs> Like Earl had to grab him by his forearm no, to no, hold him because because Doc wouldn't hold his he hand. wouldn't hold his hand. <laughs> I refused. Yeah, I refused to, do to that. hold your so he just like threw his arm out there like all limp. It was like you can hold my arm. <laughs> you know, uh, one time in college, uh, one year they decided a bunch of guys uh, decided that the, it would be good for you know they went to hand holding in the huddle. Oh yeah, the the daisy chain thing. Yeah, yeah. something like that is like a show of solidarity or togetherness yeah. or something like that. And I, I came to the huddle and everyone they started reaching. I go, I'm not doing that. I go, I go, forget it. Yeah, you no. know, I, I ain't doing this. And then here's the thing: <clears throat> Do you decide? Are you going like hand over hand? Yeah. Or, do, or are no, you trying you to go no, web to web? I no, mean, that's that's web a, to web is no. That, that's too personal. That is too personal. We can't. We and can't. even even holding hands. I like I said. Well, I'm not going to get back to huddle when I need to breathe, and I I'm not worrying about holding somebody's hand. 
Yeah. All right. I got enough problems going on. Well, you know, in college, that's what, remember they did that for a while, where the guys on the line of scrimmage, like yeah, well, they, yeah. they would they would break the chain, so it'd be guard and tackles on both sides well, would hold it at because the snap. The, yeah. yeah, the noise. Yeah, the noise level, and so that would that was gonna you know. But then you got guys that like they jerk their hand. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. It's like no, don't jerk. I'm going this way. Don't pull me in. <laughs> I'm going out. <laughs> oh Yo. my goodness. Yeah. No. That. That. I mean, yes. Some crazy things. Very, Very crazy, crazy things. things. And that, it all starts here in training camp. Yeah. As we proceed forward with the season, this is going to be great, man. No, this is this is going to be awesome. And, you know, as we think about, just think about it. holding hands. I'm yeah, not we're not holding, holding hands. hands. Okay, but but we are going to step aside for a break. Promise no hand-holding during the break. Uh, there will be none. Yeah, there will be none. But we will be back in a minute. You're, you're inside the locker room of Wolf Starks, Ninjas, and some squirrels. We'll be back in a minute. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, welcome back. And Max, one of the things that I uh, like to do, we're going to kind of peruse as we go through uh, the show today, is we want to pick out some outstanding people, uh, outstanding players uh, in certain categories. You know, guys that, uh, for instance, offensive MVP, so to speak. You know, a guy that Keeps offensively. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was really shown growth and everything else. And, uh, I, you know, I, I was digging around because there's some guys I'd really like to, to highlight, but the obvious one is Kenny Pickett. I mean, right. and let's face it, this season is all about Kenny. It's, yes. They will go as far as Kenny goes. Kenny's got to make that second-year jump. He looks like he's fully capable of it. What I've seen thus far in training camp is a guy who has full command of the offense, full O understanding, if you will, and a guy who is a lot more decisive about what he's doing with the ball. And, uh, you know, you can say all the physical characteristics because I think one of the things that stands out the most about Kenny is his ability to create on the movement, you know, yeah. get, get moving and do stuff. But I really think he's had a great camp thus far. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. Th- th- this season – hinges on the not necessarily the jump but the skill acquisition of Kenny Pickett at the quarterback position jump might be the word you, I, I th- you, yeah you're, yeah you're right there with it, yeah you know? so it's how well he manages his expectations and how well he lives up to said expectations true and what we know him capable of and the quarterback we expect him to be does that meet with with everything? And I think for me, looking at Kenny, how he's been at practice, it really just the physical jump that he's had. You know, um, it, it, it's it's impressive, but we got to see it in stadiums. Exactly, we, we got to see him carry over the end of last year to this year, and then some. And I think we've already started to see a lot of the nuance or elevated things as far as a relationship with Deontay Johnson. Yep. The relationship with George Pickens. Mm-hmm. Pat Fryer move. What do they like? What do they not like? Where can I put the ball? Where can I not put the ball for them to go get? And him being aggressive. Absolutely. And pushing the ball down the field. No no question about it. Look, I think the kid is fearless. You know, yeah. You watch him operate. I think he's now, like I said, one of the greatest aspects that he's demonstrated is a full understanding of what's going on with the offense. Um, you know, you see him talking to guys, pointing stuff out, 
which is, you know, the, the purview of a quarterback. They have that great overview. And the fact of the matter is, he's, he's been decisive where he wants to go with the ball, even when he tucks it and runs. You know, and I think creativity, when you got a guy, you know, I go back to that fake hook slide in college. Yeah. You know, it blew the, you know, it just blew the guy away. And it really, to me, I was sitting there going, man, that's pretty cool. But you know what? It speaks to a guy that thinks outside the box rather than being limited to just the foundational things that are you run with the ball, you pass the ball, you know, you hand off the ball. No, no, no. There, there, there's other things that you can do. The the things that, that separate the, the good quarterbacks, the average quarterbacks, and the great quarterbacks. Yes. And one of them is your ability to, you know, even if you, if you know that uh, safety's locking on your eyes, you can move that safety. You know, and yes. guys do that even at a young age. So, Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think when you look at it, you have to be – you have to know that everybody's gunning for you because last year you were the surprise. Now you're a known commodity, right? Right. I, you, you turn on any national TV and they start talking about starting quarterbacks. Guess what? Boom, plastered everywhere. Kenny Pickett is the guy. So now that you know that you are the guy, you're the wanted man, so to speak, right? Right, correct. <laughs> On the poster, you got to be ready. you got to be ready because people are now going to be gunning for you. They're going to try and hit you a little harder. Right. They're, 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 they're going to they're take the extra nudge on you. You're not going to get the safety net as much, even though I think the offensive line is much improved, and I think they're going to give True. him time. But – you are now numero uno, and you've got to. Don't you just have to say L, like L numero. L numero. Well, that that would be the, the number, number one, one but yeah. he's just number one. Well, would yeah. you want to be the number one? Okay, I mean the number one. It's a little more distinctive than just it is. one. It, it is. You know what? El numero uno. He, okay. Head honcho. Head honcho. Yeah, but okay. um, but for Kenny, it's all about how he progresses, how he moves that ball down the field, and. That's what is exciting because, like you said, he was the one that also broke the curse last year yep. on the opening drive touchdowns. Yes. And I think when you have that fearless nature, it leads to, you know, having confidence. And I think he has all of that. I think he has the confidence to go forward, but we need to see it in stadiums on Sunday, home and away, and see how he does. And I'm excited for that. The fact that he gets to start this journey, first game of the season, as QB1 with an entire offseason under his belt, I think you will see that that sophomore surge, so to speak. You know, the second-year surge for a lot of players where you really determine what a guy's medal is made of, mm-hmm. and you start becoming the F word. Uh-oh. Franchise. <laughs> Franchise. That is the Thank F you. word. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. You, were, you, you were looking stunned a little bit. Yes, you I was, a little, you know, whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa. But you, you start making yes. your case to be a franchise player in this league. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, Ben says it all the time. I think all of us say it in the media. But you don't know if you have a franchise quarterback until after year three. Show me the body of work Good after point. year three. Your yeah. brother is quick to say that. Yeah. <laughs> give me three years and then I can give you my full estimation. But – you have to have a year two to get to year three to make right. that. Right. And I think year two is going to shock a lot of people, um, you know, just because we have such such a, such a good core around him. It's not like he has to go make something out of nothing. True. You know, he has, he has quality players around him. The Steelers, Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, 
Andy Weidel and company went and made sure that they got the requisite weapons for him with a Calvin Austin, with Deontay, with George, with Allen, with Pat, with Darnell, with Najee, with Jalen. Right, we could just name the list. You have the guys, and then you went and you bolstered the offensive line as well. So Kenny Pickett is definitely all eyes on him. MVP or not, he is the most watched man on no the Steelers question team. About yeah. that. Isn't that, wasn't that, again, Tupac Shakur, the, the, the rapper guy that yeah. said all eyes on me or something? That, hey, look, oh. look at you. Look at you. Hey, man, I'm, I, you know. Hip-hop 50th anniversary guy here. That, right? you know, <laughs> yeah, I, Craig you Wolfley. Know, that's right. Uh, I'm, still waiting, I'm still waiting for you to drop a cipher. It's all good. What's a cipher? No, it's just, it's just a quick rap battle. No, you're good. Um, okay, that's going to be a while. You're, you're not, I know you're not going to give me 16 <laughs> bars. It's all good. No, exactly <laughs> so. We're having a, we'll be, we'd be struggling that a little bit. Yeah. But, again, I go back to with Kenny. The one thing about that I, that I hope is not ever going to be taken away is his ability to create on the move. You know, because I really believe one of his greatest strengths is his ability to change the picture. When you're standing in the pocket, things are not looking like you want to look, you move. You know what I mean? And he is adept at moving. He's also very mobile, uh, and he seems to have a good understanding of when to get out of dodge, meaning get down. Yes. You, know, you don't want to be taken on. You can't take on those blows, and he's not a big enough guy to be taking on uh, you know, NFL linebackers and so forth, and he seems to have a good understanding that he's not big enough to take on NFL linebackers. No, no, no. He's got, he's got to practice the five Ds of dodgeball. What's that? Dodge. Dodge. Dip. Dip, duck, duck, dive, dive, and dodge, and dodge. <laughs> Just in case you didn't understand the, what the goal of the first one was, yeah. the number five was to reiterate. Yeah, you got to come back and bring it all full bring it circle all, that's there. Right. <laughs> nice, that was nice. Nicely done there. No oh, question man. about it. But, again, with Kenny, you know, I, I think Kenny's done a good job. Now, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, you know, behind them, that's a, a situation that, you know, they got to keep working at and, See where they, they, they come out, you know, and who's going to be two and three. But yeah. Right now it looks like, you know, they're holding with Mitch. But I tell you, Mason has looked good, man. Ma- Mason ha- Mason ha- play, is playing fearless. He, Mason you know, just let the ball fly. He, he does. <laughs> I mean, that throw to, to Calvin Austin was yes. amazing. Yeah. You know, and you think about it. He had the big throw last year in training camp to George Pickens. That's at right. That's right against remember? Seattle. Yeah. Yep. You know, and. I look at that, and you, whatever you want to say, Mason still produces and gets the job done. Well, I would say we have, in the entire league, we probably have the most experienced and deepest quarterback room. I mean, because I can't think of one else right. that has that many guys with that many starts between all three of them. True. All of them have starting experience. And you can't say that for a lot of places. A lot of places got that guy that's, you know, he, he's the healthy scratch. He's holding the clipboard. He's been in the league five years and maybe has, like, five preseason steps. <laughs> you know, and but for the Steelers to have, to have that depth, and we've done that before here. Yes. Right? When you think of the Ben, Charlie Batch, Byron Leftwich era. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, so Mike Tomlin is always keen to have experience back there just in case, right? It's like it's just like insurance. Like you never plan on having to use your insurance, but you want it if you need it. And so he firmly believes in the insurance policy game uh, of making sure that you have quality guys. And I fully expect those three to be in there. However, you want to mash up two and three and switch. I think we're fine with however that falls right behind Kenny because 
we saw what Mitch did when he came in relief of Kenny when Kenny had the concussion Correct. last year and and played fantastic. He he was a different player from the beginning of the season and to where he was once he actually came off the bench. Yeah. It was it was it was night and it was day. Night and day. It yeah. was like the pressure was relieved. Yeah. And he was able to, you know, use his God-given gifts to get out there and get it done. Yeah. Well, I think there was no there was no there was no stress, right? Right, correct. You could just play free and you could be yourself and so to have that there now still at this point you see them out there, you know, competing and playing hard and that room is tight. Right? Very. They, they, there's there's no animosity between them. It's just, hey, Here's our unit, man. How are we going to be the best that we can be in this room from day in and day out? How can we support Kenny? And, you know, for Kenny, it's, you know, trusting those guys when he comes to the sidelines, knowing he can have a candid conversation with them to get better. There, you know, just like what Ben said for a long time, right, with Charlie Batch, like I had to go talk to Charlie before I talked to anybody else because he sees the game how I see it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Byron Leftwich, like, I've got these great resources that are seeing it from an angle that I might I might have missed something. So let me go talk to these guys and let me go get that information. And that's what you have with this quarterback room. So I, I, it, I it's like really it. exciting. It's, you know what? It's like you said. you got people with the same eyes as you, and they're seeing the same things. Yes. All right, we're going to take a break because that's a wrap on the first hour. When we come back, we'll have a lot more from right here at St. Vincent's as we yinzer up that. Up. Yeah, because on account of, you know, Max, you don't want to be – thought of is not knowing proper English, right? That is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> we'll be back with more after this. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.